everybody to another episode of smoking mirrors uncut i'm your boy jay lee we got your boy b more you your boy detroit Choo-choo. we got a, a special guest special guest all the way down from texas <laughs> texas put the slang on it cancer <laughs> mystique <laughs> what's going on cancer mystique can you hear me it's all oh, good all good thank you for having me yeah now how'd you how'd you get that name cancer mystique what does that represent um i actually just came up with that one night um a short story um most people who get to know me they're like oh you have some sort of mystery around you i don't feel that way but they do um, and then I'm a cancer, which my birthday is coming up. Woo woo. Oh, <laughs> so, um, oh so July. Together. Okay. So, yeah. So, yeah, my boss, he always tells me I'm an enigma. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to have this alias as Cancer Mystique. Like, okay. there you go. I like that. That is. That like is. Makes yeah. sense. That is. Thank you. Oh, we're going to start off by saying happy Juneteenth. Happy Juneteenth. Definitely. Um, yeah. This, this is. Uh, it's something special to us. Uh, now, now it's crazy though because I always heard about Juneteenth, but I didn't hear about it when I was younger. Did y'all hear about it when y'all was younger? Mm-mm. You did? Nah, I can't say that I have. Yeah, you did. I did. At yeah. what? At what age? Like, did you start hearing? Uh, it? probably like my sophomore year of high school. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh well, if we talk about then, I think I heard of it around that time, around yeah. high school time. Yeah. But okay. I didn't. I didn't hear from. I mean. I mean, I'll get it to a layer. I'll let you uh, go ahead and jump it off. But um, I heard it from a special person uh, that always 
try to feed me little gems to, cause you know, you're not learning certain things in high school. So he always would feed me little gems, you know what I mean? So but once we get into it, I'll talk about him a little bit. All right. All right. Yeah, but I mean, the people that don't know why it's special to us, I mean, we celebrate 4th of July, but everybody knows 1776, slaves were still slaves. And um, it wasn't until at that point in time where we actually were free. And we still wasn't free for years still after that because you still had Jim Crow era and a bunch of other civil rights violations. But at least that was the one point in time where we were free, uh, supposed to be free. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's just a symbolic date. Um, it is. It really is. Uh, basically, when they talk about Texas, you know, when, when – uh, the Union soldiers got down to uh, Galveston, Texas, right. um, and told people that uh, they were actually free <laughs> at that date. Well, what was crazy about that is the Union still had slaves up until December of that year. They did. Yeah, they did. Actually, yeah, up until December. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Actually, actually, was what. Uh... It was two, like like two and a half years after the Emancipation Proclamation was signed. Yeah. And those soldiers, I mean, Texas was the last of the stronghold holding slaves. They didn't want yeah. to give up slaves at what's all. What's up with Texas? I don't know what's up with it, but go what's, ahead. Yeah, what's up with them Texas? <laughs> Texas people. We like to make money, obviously. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. So they didn't get the memo until about two and a half years later. Yeah. But, I mean, I mean, they, they, they freed the slaves, but still wasn't free Um, that's a little deceptive too when you talk about the two and a half years because they were still fighting at that point so they didn't succeed until april of i think that same year yeah that's that's what i'm saying like it was it was still going it was signed but everything was still going on the message wasn't really getting out as quick as it needed to be exactly right and texas wanted to keep texas was (laughs) texas wanted to keep that slavery going man they they wanted to they was the last of the stronghold they wanted they wanted it, so yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I was actually gonna mention that. I was like, "Oh, poor Texas, we like the last ones." Uh, say, oh, wait. oh, y'all are supposed to be free. But let me ask a question. Um, I believe I heard that Juneteenth, um, depending on where you are in the country, um, it's on different dates of June. Have y'all heard that, or do y'all know that to be true? Mm-hmm. Nah, I've never heard. I don't know it to be true, but it it would make some type of sense because the message wasn't getting out to certain states. Like like we got cell phones, we got all types of stuff to communicate with right. each other. Of course, back then it was just uh, horse word riding, so yeah. word of mouth and stuff like that. So I'm, uh, it's some, it's some truth to it. But uh, this yeah. day right here became the so called so national day of, of recognition. And to give Texas some credit, I do believe that that was the first group to actually put it in as a state uh, celebration. Really? I mm. think so. I think Texas was the first state to do that, to, to uh, recognize it. And I see as, some, as people actually, some people actually make it a national holiday and giving people off work now. Yeah. Um, I yeah. didn't see that. Which I is dope. Which is dope. Definitely. Yeah. I think like Nike, uh, Twitter, um, who else? It's, I mean, it's a couple other big corporations, which is dope, actually. Yeah. Right. 
Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it's the side of the times. Everybody's trying to change to the side of the times. Man, how y'all feel like, about all the changes? Like, I mean, hey, uh, like I said before, either you with or against us. Right. You better jump on this. Either you want to be left behind or not. You know what I mean? So, yeah, we now, want progress. We want change. So why not? So how better do you, late How do y'all feel about uh, the Aunt Jemima change? How, how do you feel about that? Um, can we actually get a little? Um, a little more uh, detail, like, can you kind of tell us, like, what it, what exactly is going on with the Angel Mama change, um, so that we can kind of gear our um, perspectives toward well, the entire party. Well, apparently they 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 plan on removing her as the off the the bottle as the face, and mm-hmm. when it originally when, when it was originally started, they used her as the face of this syrup to sell it and they had the rag on her head i don't know if you remember the old aunt mama bottles yeah yeah and it kind of symbolized uh the mammy back in the days Mm -hmm. and that sold that sold the mammy took care of the white people's kids and she cooked for them so that was why you had your uncle ben and you had your aunt jemima and you had things like that so yeah it it was kind of a way to to, as a symbol and they used that symbol for years to make money off of yeah um but so that's why it's always had a stain on the history of america of what it represented so i think go ahead um i was about to say i just um seen this okay so um i'm on cnn business right Mm. And this is something I did not know. It said that Aunt Jemima's appearance has evolved over time. Um, the brand's origin and logo is based off. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Now I got pop ups everywhere. Mm. Um, it's based off of a song that used to be sung in a minstrel show, like yes. in the 1980s. Yeah. And so I didn't know that. I'm like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Um, but I yeah. know that it's very derogatory. Yeah. 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 Now, over time, yeah, they changed her up and made her look a lot better now. And stuff like that, mm-hmm. but I think it's just it just falls back to the origin. Now, mm-hmm. I don't think me personally, I don't think it represents that anymore. Um, and it's it, I think it's kind of a double sided sword right there because now you what you gonna put on there? It's not too many products that they actually have black people's faces on, and now you're gonna take one of the few that's out there off, you know. So. Ooh, ooh, okay. Um, all right, I'm gonna chime in on that. Go ahead. So, um, I think where I am is that um, if you can't put a black face on a brand mm. um, that uplifts us, or also to that money comes to us, then it shouldn't be on there at all. Because also too, what we fail to realize is. That it's an energy behind that, right? And also, too, I feel like it's very, um, it's a very sarcastic. I feel like it's a very sarcastic way of kind of slapping us in the face, like, oh yeah, so we don't have any slavery. You ain't got to serve the food, but technically, you feel like money off of your servitude, right? And so, and so with that being said, it's like, okay, yeah, it's the few with a black face, but the thing is, is that this black face is the meaning. It's almost like a hidden joke in a way. Right. That's how. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
feel you. I understand. I understand your point there, definitely. Definitely. Um. So, what would you suggest they do? Man, that's see, that's hard. Um, I say just get rid of all of it, but we know we can't do that. Um, I feel like, dang, that's a hard question because also too, um, how does that, like, if you're gonna y- use our pain and trauma um, to make money off of it, then how do you reroute that back to us? Mm. I feel like that would be Oh, we lost her. Oh, Back in. Name. That's a really that's a really good question. I think it's so complex and it's so the, the history is so deeply rooted. Mm. Um that 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 is not a straight answer at all okay okay all right wow yeah what, what now how do y'all feel about it fellas i mean it's similar to me uh i think it's high time for a lot of those things to get uh to get reworked rethought about rebrought up um a new conversation to be had about what's actually what are you actually using it for? What is it for? What's the history of it? And how can you further uh, use it for either for the community or whatever the case may be? So in that case, they chose to take it off and change the name, uh, which I think is a decent idea. And then they can re um, they can recommit basically to community and start giving up some some dividends or something, you know, towards whatever they had made throughout the years, banking off of um, their commercials, be it whatever, using that symbol, you know, using that that name. So um, I think the answer was in what um, Cancer Mystique said, you know, so basically the the same way you said um, that they needed to take it down is the same reason why they should put in you know what i mean so i, th- I right. think that answers itself right. we're losing people left and right today huh what's going yeah, on over everybody's everybody yeah. bouncing it's the internet <laughs> the <Yeah>. internet's <laughs> but um but anyway i definitely agree with cancer mystique and i believe i, I definitely agree with be more um it's just time it's time for progress it's time for change so mm-hmm. yeah if, if you want to take those images off by all means have at it but let's start allocating those those dividends that you made off the decades and decades of those negative conversations of what we supposedly look like on those boxes and on those bottles start allocating those to the community of color right um why not let's start helping out let's start helping out these communities that are redlined you know what i'm saying let's 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 start helping out that that we that we targeted with our commercials to get the money and stuff absolutely you know I mean? so, and i respond to um yeah go ahead uh, miss camp said my question is why are people offended now it's been like that for decades mm-hmm. i don't think that's really the question i think people have always been offended but what correct do you do? what do you do at that point now it's just like all right we're gonna bring this back up it's always been an issue it's been talked about before you can look at it mm-hmm. you'll see People have talked about it before about what they represent, about what it's on. Uh, some people, some people care more than others, definitely. 
You know what okay. I mean? That didn't stop me from buying their products. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I still, I still bought Uncle Ben's. Still bought uh, uh, Zatarin's. You know what I mean? Um, but that doesn't mean I was happy with what they had. You know, as, as their image or whatever. But if the times are changing, times need to change. And you're like, yeah, this needs to go too. So yeah. So, so Gordon yeah. Tolson said people have been offended. It just was dismissed as those blacks. Same thing with the Redskins. They have been going at it for years. And that's exactly. true. That's yeah. true. People have really, yeah. they've been pissed about the Redskins for years, that name. It yeah. just I'll tell you what, though. The Redskins did make it a small step today. They did? Which I give them a slow clap. Slow clap. Mm-hmm. Um, their racist owner, um, not the owner they have now, but previous to him, uh, he was racist uh, back in the 40s and 60s. I believe his name was George, George, whoever. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, he had a statue. He had a statue in front of the in front of the stadium. Today, they decided to remove that statue. Really? So, yeah. So that is a that's a step towards to right the right direction. Mm. Um, so now the next step is how about the name? Right. How about the name taking that name away? That's that's the next step. So yeah, we'll see how far they take it. Um, his name was George Preston Marshall. There it is. Um, let's see far, how far they take it now. Let's see if they get rid of that name. So they made a small step. Small step. Now, how would y'all feel if they did get rid of the name? Why not? Yeah. Okay. St. John's, Saint, back in the day, St. John's University used to be called the St. John's Redmond. They changed the name to St. John's Red Storm. Okay. This is back. This is like late 80s, early 90s. They changed the name. Mm-hmm. Why not? Yeah, why not? Cancer, you just <laughs> about to say something? Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in regard to Nicole's comments, like, um, you know, it's been this way, you know, why be offended about it now? And I like the fact that, you know, people are speaking up. No, we've always been offended. This is the first time we've been heard. But also, too, um, from my perspective, it's also about healing. And sometimes in order to heal, you have to go back to the root of trauma. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And also, too, I feel like if we're like, well, it's been this way for years, why make a fuss about it now? It kind of dismisses something that us as the black community needs to do, which is heal. And so that is my perspective from it. It is sometimes you're very passive about things. And sometimes when you're passive, you can't. You can't be surprised. Um, you know what they say, you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. You yeah. can't be surprised that we've come this far because some of us have been speaking up, but in lower groups, but majority wise, we have been so passive. And so yeah. with everything that's going on and with the statues being taken down and the names being changed, this is we're looking at trauma in the face. And what is that trauma? The fact that um, many companies, America as a whole, has been able to profit off of our pain and our suffering and our oppression. And so um, also, too, we're realizing, okay, I'm tired of begging my abuser for privilege. I'm tired of uh, begging my abuser, um, you know, to accept me, to love me, to see me, to, to sympathize with my pain. And so I feel like with everything that's going on, that's what's going on. Because just as much as this is black and white or black against America is also something that's spiritual as well. There's a spiritual cleansing going on. And so I like to look at it from all levels. 
So, um, you know, you could be in an abusive relationship for years, right? And they're like, okay, well, he been beating your ass, right? Why well, say something now? Because you're ready for change. That's and right. that's where mm. we're heading. You know, we're ready to get it's away. Ready. That's, a, that's a good enough. <laughs> I like it. I felt it. I like like it. We're ready. We're ready to finally heal. And I'm going to drop this. We can definitely talk about this another day. But no, um, go ahead. You know, you? People, um, people, they come to me and they ask me, you know, about things that's going on. And I'm like, you know what? Oh, good, good, good. Uh, comment, Gordon. Definitely. Um you know, everything that's going on, um, there has to be a period where you say, okay, no more of this. And I recommend uh, people to check out Dr. Joy DeGruy uh, with post-traumatic slave syndrome mm -hmm. because oh, that was the first book that I read. It was the first lecture that I heard mm -hmm. that really helped me to see things from a different perspective to start to heal as a black woman because mm -hmm. Yes, you can fight, but it's more about how you fight rather than when you fight. And now we're fighting in such a way where now change can come. Mm. I like I it. I never heard of that. I, uh, I never heard of that specific author or book, but I've uh, I've listened to a lot of different orators about the subject. And I was just talking to a cousin the other day about it um, because, <laughs> uh, I mean, it gets real deep, but... I hate counterproductive comments like, oh, we stopping cops from killing us. Are we going to work on us killing? Or are we going to work on us stop killing us? And I'm just like, you feeding into the rhetoric. You know what I mean? Um, I know a lot of people don't believe in that. And I'm not saying that we, what, what, what's funny? Nah, because that irritates me when people. They're, they're two totally different crimes. They really are. And, and I think a lot of people that say that aren't from inner cities. And they don't know what it's like to be in an inner city. You can't just stop crime. You ain't no superhero. But we can go to the government and stop cops from killing us. We can do that. Thank you. I can't stop Ray Ray from shooting Tyrone outside. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, completely different thing. And my but, thing is, they, they make it seem like nobody is fighting against that. Yes, we are fighting against that. And it's not, they, they act like it's a it's a one problem thing. And that's so, it's so much that goes into that. And I was just like, my, my response to that was kind of like, people kill people. You're never going to stop that. You not only that, people all, almost always are killing people within their own communities. They are. So okay. don't fall for... Oh, you know, obviously, we definitely want. We uh, want we want black on black crime to stop. We, we want it to want, stop. <laughs> that ain't even the thing. We just want people to stop killing people. Period. We do across we the board. That. Everybody wants that, but as human nature, that's going to continue. Yes. You know what I mean? But if if we can stop the actual system from killing us, that's a step because they're not supposed to be. Yeah. I want to be able to go to the to the cops and tell them about Ray Ray and Tyrone. Exactly. But I don't want to go to the cops and they kill me before well, I can tell them. To tell you exactly. Yeah, like, come on, come on. Facts. We gotta be able to trust so, yeah, somebody. Like, uh, those those topics are so different, and I get so tired of yeah. telling people. And that's why I'm trying to tell you, it, it's it's so conditioned in us to be like, oh, we got we gotta do we we like no, you've been conditioned to think that way because in every community. 
the people that look like them kill them more times than not. Definitely. Now, I'm not yeah. saying that yep. we might, you know, I haven't looked at the stats in a while. I have looked at them, for, you know, before, but I'm not saying that we might not be a little more, but then we could also talk about that. We can explain that. And, 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 that, and the communities that, goes, that we're in and, and what's happening and all everything that's going on, I'm like, there's so much dealing with that. So you can't you can't create a monster and you get mad when the monster do monster stuff. Exactly. And and yeah. that monster, that poverty monster, that crime monster, that putting black people in that situation was created years ago when yeah. they created projects. Orchestrated. Yes. Not not we fell into it. It was orchestrated. Yeah. Like yeah. like I, like I said previously, redlining, homeboy. Yep. Redlining. Yep. They, actually, they actually burned down their towns and kicked them out of their own houses and pushed them all into these impoverished areas. And yep. you think that they're not going to commit crimes after that? You know, like, come on. Come on. Yeah, um, yeah y'all, y'all all made like some good um, some good points. Um, one thing that um, I like to think about um, okay, one, different motives, right? Blacks killing blacks versus policemen killing blacks is the two different motives here so let me uh lay this out okay so one um i once watched a documentary that talked about um you know after slavery was okay after black people's let go i guess i'm gonna say let go because yeah slavery whatever okay let go um most of your overseers and stuff became policemen then later on down the line you also had um the kkk um, I also read a book from a CIA uh, whistleblower. His name is Kevin Ship, And the book is um, from the Company of Shadows. And he talks about how when these police officers instead of going to training, they are trained with the intent black skin kill. Mm-hmm. Also, too, another question that I like to ask is, okay, what, um, what happened before we had this black on black crime? Like if you think about like way back in the day when you didn't hear about black on black crime, we still had police brutality. Mm. So it's also two different, two different motives and also two, uh, two different problems. But the thing is, is that um, like, uh, like what was stated it into group killings, that's going to happen, but there's a difference between a killing and then it's being terrorized. So that's also, yeah, because that's what's happening. It is, we are being terrorized and we have been terrorized since they started using us for labor. You know what I'm saying? So there's a difference. Like, okay, you do me wrong. I'm going to catch you out in these streets. Okay. Mm. I got you. But to just be living my life and you're terrorizing me as a, as, as a people, as a person, just because of the color of my skin, because you've been indoctrinated to feel that way toward me and to go after me like that is two totally different things. Yeah. Totally. I I had one time, I was sitting on my step back in the day with my dog. I had a cop walk. I guess he was looking for something. He walks into my yard, grabs his gun, and is like, get your dog. I'm looking like, you in my yard. But he, he literally had his gun like he was about to shoot my dog, but he was on my property. Like, but people don't know these stories that that, that they encounter. Mm-hmm. Now, if I was some rah rah dude, I'd you know, who knows yeah. what could have happened. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I think we all have these stories. I you know yeah. I have a story too. I won't even share that. You mm-hmm. know it is what it is. Um, yeah, 
you know, growing up in the city, you you going you going to get your yeah, yeah, your dealings, and I think a lot of people have those dealings. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. So yeah. it's story for days. Yeah, story for days, and I don't. I, I think that I mean, obviously, we get the brunt of it, but I think that can that transcends past us, past just black people, just that that whole organization period, and what they do and what they feel they can do to people, hmm. you know, to citizens. Um, and that's a shame, but. So, so still said he's happy to see the status quo changing for the betterment of his brothers and sisters. But his fear is, is how genuine this movement is. Do those in power who have no love for the black community truly going to follow through, or are they just riding the current media? Good point. Like, like, like we've said pre in the past couple podcasts, man, mm-hmm. it's about action. Yep. We can't. We we're we're hoping for the best, but we can't justify anything until we see action i feel different about this movement right now though i feel way different yeah about yeah you want first yeah this yeah because we we've sat so much we've walked peacefully so much now like like cancer said the change is different it's more militant than everything we're yeah. not peaceful anymore it's more let's take let's take our country back it's t- yeah exactly it's that type of movement i mean yeah. put it this way is there's a reason why martin luther king was killed Right. Mm-hmm. He wasn't killed because he was passive. He was killed because he became more aggressive. He became more militant. He was he against the war. He was against the war. Right. He, he started yes. talking. He started talking about more against the war. So what they do, we can't have this passive black man. No, we can't have this. He's about to mess up our money. So once we became unpassive and became more aggressive, that's what we need for change in this country. So until we see the actions, you know what I mean? We can't really judge until we see action. That's yeah. just me. That's just me talking. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to, I just, I, I just, go ahead. No, go ahead. I know. Go ahead. No, I was about to say, I just want us to get to the point where everybody could be proud to be American. Period. And we can move yeah. on. Yeah, absolutely. Period. Just it's going to take, it's going to take, it's going to take a minute. It's going to take a minute. Oh, yeah. But we're getting there. But we're getting there. Man, that's we what it's faster than what I was thinking. We're getting there. Yeah, it, it's going to take a long minute because you have to think about the very root and fabric of America. It has always been them against us. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. going to take a long uh, time. But, um, okay, so uh, Detroit, you are preaching what I have been preaching in secret to my peeps. Um, <laughs> you know, um, have okay, have any of y'all ever had a bully like in school coming up? Oh, yeah. Nah. Okay. Yeah. Detroit was the nah. Detroit was he was the bully. No, so. I was beating up the bully. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I, I just asked that to kind of give this analogy that I've been giving to um to my close peeps when we have these discussions. Um, you know, in order to be the bully, you have to talk in the language in which they understand, which mm. is pain, mm. terror, mm. violence. Yep. And so, as Detroit was saying, why they take out Martin Luther King? Well, you think about the uh, massive fluence that he had and all the people that was following him that looked up to him as a leader. If he turned militant, oh, it's about to go down. So they was like, yeah. oh, 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 got to get him. Yeah. But um, Gordon, um, he actually said something. He was like, he felt like we have more uh, financial and I think intellectual prowess. So, so I'm sorry if I'm messing up your words. Um, yeah. but that comment caught my eye. Uh, thank you. I think we have more of an economic acumen, prowess, and power now. 
perfect. And so one, so this is step one. How do you get a bully off his back? Well, everybody who's had a bully knows the bully don't stop messing with you until you beat the bully ass. True. So this was this this is the militant we're talking yep. about, right? But then also too, when I sit and I do, I have to meditate about a lot of stuff because I don't want to be extremely emotional to the point where I can't use my logic. Right. And so now oh, the yep. second step is okay. One, um we like you. We need to see <laughs> I'm like one, uh, we do have this business acumen. So now what we need to do is we need to hit them financially. Why in my opinion, desegregation didn't happen because it's like, Oh, we see our as humans and you're right, you should come over here. No, it nope. was about the money. So if we pull the money and we put exactly. it back into us and but also too this comes back to healing because you think about it when we did have black wall street in tulsa oklahoma was not the only black wall street we had them all over the u.s but we're traumatized you have somebody come up in there and terrorize you and take your money and bomb you and write laws to reroute things that was supposed to benefit your people for them you're traumatized but now we have a warrior class here so there's healing as well as now we have our warriors. I don't like to say militant because that word kind of have a weird uh, connotation. Yeah, we got right. our warrior class. So so that's what's happening now. And that's how I tell people, you know, get out of your emotions. Why do we keep giving our money to somebody who mistreat us? Take the money back. Also, too, even within us as black people. Um, some people will call them coons, some of them will call them um informants. Yeah, all skin folk ain't kin folk. We need to use our minds and we need to use our spirituality to check spirits and use our discernment to know who is our riders and who you know With. who who gonna mess the whole operation up. Yeah. So, like Candace so Owens, is, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, we already talked about she's a she's a she's a white supremacist. I'm not gonna start. We're not even. Let's start. Let's not, not start. Let's not. Let's not start. She's a. T- yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I think it was. She's not from. She's not from Texas, is he? She's not from Texas. Right? No, she is actually. She is like Jamaican or something. No shame. That's what that's for. But uh, I think it was Boyce Watkins. One time, I saw a quote that really um, stuck with me, and he was like, "We have some people that are um, white supremacists and blackface." That's true. And yeah. that really spoke out to me. So so mm-hmm. it's time for us to really come together. You know, no longer are we playing checkers, right? Checkers to me is like the 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 emotion part. Ooh, I just want to jump you and I'm just trying to win. We now playing chess. And it's time to come together and it's time for us to use our logic and be strategic. Mm-hmm. And um and that's what's happening. So this is step one. But to really move it forward, we have to move together on an economic level, on the emotional level, on a spiritual level, and definitely on a mental level. Okay. So, yeah. okay. That's what I, feel like. I just want to... Oh, you brought it up. Okay, yeah. Go ahead, Lee. So, Nicole Camp said, there's been an influx of folks supporting black businesses. Small businesses are trying to support the demand. Do you think the energy will remain the same? Uh, I think it will think and it won't. Be half and half. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I think it'd be half and half. And and this goes back to um uh the comment before. What's the brother name? I'm so sorry. Um I'm reading Gordon. the comments. You're talking so about hard. Gordon. Probably talk, <laughs> right, talk no, about Gordon. Gordon. Oh, still. Oh, probably still, still. still. You talking about this well, guy? Because it was yes. Yes. Is it mm-hmm. Damari? 
Um, he said, uh, are they just riding the current media? Like, do you think they're truly, truly follow through? And this is why I said we have to come together and we have to know who's for us or against us, even within our own group, because it'll be half and half. Some of them are riding the emotional energy. Mm-hmm. While some of us are coming together and we're like, okay, um, how do we come together politically? How do we come together economically? So if uh, I feel like those who are asking this question, they're like, I'm the writers, you know, but I'm trying to weed out the ones that's being like, I know it's fake, right? You mm-hmm. just in it for the moment. For us that are not in it just for the moment, this is why we need to come together. Because it's going to be half and yeah. half. And the ones that's just riding it, you know, to look good and to, and to as I um, as I say, ease their guilty conscience because they only black when it, when it benefits them. Those are the ones we got to push to the side. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. It's, it's, it's about resources, too. Some people don't have those resources. We, we, we have to be careful about who we push to the side. And that's a, one reason I'd always, you know, push against is trying to make somebody an enemy that isn't readily an enemy. You see what I'm saying? Not they so might not be as in it as some people, mm-hmm. but we have to be careful who we just like, I know you, you ain't with us no more because you did this, that, or you ain't as fervent as I am or whatever the case may be. I think, I think we got to be careful with that. Um, and I think some people just aren't, uh, again, same thing. Basically, they just aren't in it as much. Right. You know I mean, they just aren't in it as much. Some people are very, very into it, and some people aren't, you know, and, and also about those resources. So if my, you know, even me, I'm into it, but my resources right now is, you know, I got to go to Walmart. I got to go whatever. I don't have to because I could outsource and, 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 you know, maybe buy stuff online. But I need something real quick right now. So what is what is my resource as of right now? Whereas though somebody else that's close to, you know, I got 25 businesses close to me that are really in for it. I'm a I'm gonna just patronize those. You see what I'm saying? So I think it's it's a mixed bag with that. Now still said um he said Mexican, Asian, Italian, Turkish. Middle Easterners, Chinese, et cetera, all have their own countries to send the USA money to. Where do we as black community communities send our money to? Uh, I don't know. That's <laughs> what we need to fix because it doesn't circulate at all in our community. No, it doesn't. Um, well, yeah, and so black-owned that, banks that's would do that. Black-owned banks yeah, would do that. and there's only a few. Yeah. There's only a few, but I don't know how United? they work with Hmm. I think one United or uh, I know it's one in Philly. It's a couple in Philly actually. And I think we have one in Houston here in Texas. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they actually do take the yeah. money that they get and circulate it into the the black communities. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah, um, that's a good point. So, be more. I have a question for you. What's that? Um, because you talked about the resources, um, and so that's you know you brought up a really good point. I think that's where I'm kind of. Like, um, I kind of struggle with that because the thing is, is that what if you have somebody that have the resources, but because they're not really in the movement of trying to rebuild the black community, you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, I feel like you have to have both. Like, yeah, you have to have the resources, but we also need to make sure you have the heart and the mind. You know what I'm saying? Because what if you, what if they have those? And I think that's what I'm trying to say. Like those that don't have 
a balance of both. Let me say a balance of both. We kind of need to push them to the side because you can have the resources and not, you know, not want to work in such a way to help us rebuild and see us succeed. But then you can also not have the resources and still have the the negative energy, right? Um, when it comes to helping us to build and stuff, because you know, some people are teachers, some people are thinkers, you know, some people have the resources. So, yeah. So I guess I need to re reword that a little better than how I put that, but that, um, but that was my question to you. So when we talk about these resources, are you just like, okay, they got the resources. So come on, or you got resources, but we still gotta, we gotta check out where your, where your mind at. I mean, I'm never against just pushing somebody out. That's just me. That's my um, thought process on that. Um, if you're already fighting a losing battle, you know, how much more do you keep cutting people off? Definitely somebody that's a detriment you have to. You know what I mean? You can have somebody that, um, you know, I was, I was in the military. So you can have somebody that's not a good shooter. He's not against you. But he's not a good shooter. But what he can do is he can help bring you ammo. He can help bring you water. He can help bring you do other stuff. So do you just completely get rid of him because he can't shoot? Because he can't fight? Okay. Or, or you know, no. that's that's my mindset. Right. That's my mindset okay. for it. You might not be in the same position that I'm in, but if you're not against me, especially in a losing war, I'm not going to just catch you aside and say, I can't do nothing with you. That's just my okay. idea. And, and maybe I misunderstood what you were saying about that. No. Um, yeah, I think that we're saying the same thing. We're just kind of talking in circles. I think the key word that you said was detriment. And that's where I'm at. If you are a detriment, yeah. like, you could just bring the whole operation the whole that, yeah. down. That's what. So, no, nah. we're on the same page. That's yeah, get, yeah, get out of here. Thing. We don't need you. you you're yeah, not helping you. <laughs> yeah, no, that's perfect. That's perfect. Okay, yeah. got you. All right, so I think I'm um I'm gonna switch it up real quick. We, yeah, switch we, it up. I'm gonna switch it up real quick. Hold on, real, real, real quick, real quick, real quick. So I mean, we talked about Juneteenth. Juneteenth is very inspirational to us. It's, it's very it's a good symbolism for us. Um, we want everyone to not only learn about history, but Black history too. Black history all kind of intertwined together. Mm-hmm. So I challenge people to learn about people of color that were inventors, musicians, poets, writers. I'll challenge you to look up Langston Hughes, uh, Jack Johnson, uh, who not only was a, the first heavyweight, black heavyweight champion, he was also an inventor. Um, I challenge you to look up Angela Davis, um, the Buffalo Soldiers, uh, Huey Newton. Um, I don't know. It's name, countless names. Yeah, it's just countless of names. And look up these people, learn what they invented. Um, shit. Uh, Dizzy Gillespie, Miles Davis, look up anybody. But these people are prominent people, not only in, in black history, but also in American history. Um, and like I've, like I said previously, I'd like to thank uh, Dr. Uh, Hunter, my college professor, who put me on to a lot of these people that I didn't know. I also like to thank Mr. Ted Bryant. Thank you, sir. Thank you for putting me on to a lot of information that I didn't know. And you brought that love for history into my life, especially black history. 
And I, I, I would like to say thank you to you. Also to your wife, who was my English teacher, straight from Africa, challenged every black student in our, in our class. And um, she was hard, but she challenged you, and you learned. So special shout-out to them. That's it. That's what's up. Yeah. Um, I would like to piggyback off of Detroit. There's a book. When he was talking, I was like, oh, I got a book. Okay, if y'all – well, I don't think I can see him, but I got these two huge bookshelves. I'm oh, we see him. We, we see him. Uh, okay, yeah. We know you. <laughs> I got some more coming, but there's a book called uh, 1001 Things Everyone Should Know About African American History by Jeffrey C. Stewart. And um, this is how I learned about like Christmas Addicts. I never heard that name ever yeah. in a history but like it has a lot of black and especially um because be more you talk about you um being in the military at mm -hmm. one time um it talks about a lot of african-american contributions in the wars oh, so yeah. um this is a lot that's like a really good i think i'm gonna put that in the chat um uh, i okay. guess i, I need a to lot of in the chat that. so yeah we'll, we'll get it we'll out. get it posted yeah. for you yeah okay absolutely yeah okay yep. i'll definitely make my book list <laughs> yeah for sure Go ahead, be more. All right, so I know this is this drastic switch, but we couldn't let this whole episode go without bringing up this uh, this topic. Um, this is the whole reason Cancer Mystique is on here because we we um, talked about a topic between uh, what intimacy is and sex, and the difference between. Oh, this is the one. Yeah. Uh, okay. Was, uh, oh, that's right. Uh, uh, what we was talking about. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> I was trying to explain, but basically, it was a post where, um, it was it, it was a partner it was partnership, and the man was washing the woman's hair, and uh, the poster I think said something about it being into this is intimacy. Um, and I forgot your exact comment, but it had something um, to the lines of intimacy and sex. And I think what I was trying to get across is sex is intimacy, even though in its lowest form. Um, but if you don't mind, can you can you kind of explain to us uh, uh, what you would say the difference is between those two to you, especially coming from a woman, because we some of us men need to hear that. Yeah, so let's get into that. All right. Woohoo. Okay, so be more you are not like you're not wrong. But I feel like um because we try to use intimacy and sex interchangeably, um it's a very superficial reality of what intimacy is. So, let me ask y'all a question. Did you know that there are actually four different types of intimacy? As, as opposed to the definition, that just got complicated. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. Are we talking about the are we, definition? Oh, of intimacy? Exactly. Okay. Are we talking about are we talking about the love language thing, or are we talking about intimacy? No, 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 no. We're not talking about love. Language. We're talking about we took intimacy, and um, and it's funny you say. <laughs> okay, it, it's not. I don't want to say that it's complicated again, right? If we only stop as intimacy, as intimacy is sex then it's very superficial. It's not about it being complex. It's about understanding a concept in its entirety. Okay. So, um, well, there is sexual intimacy. 
Yeah, there there is sexual intimacy, and I'll I'll say that all day. But that's where we usually stop. You said in its lowest form. I don't want to say I wouldn't say lowest form, but I would say that it's not it's it's incomplete. Okay, so there are four different types of intimacy. Okay, so uh, one type is what they call um, experiential or experiential intimacy, and that is the intimacy that you get um, just from. Uh, you being engaged in activities that y'all can do together, kind of like stuff for teamwork, recreation, him washing her hair in the video, washing dishes together, um, I don't know, going on a hike together. Um, this is more along the lines of spending time together, okay? So that's one type of intimacy. Okay, the other type is the emotional intimacy, and this is where, you know, usually the men kind of hark on the women about <laughs> <laughs> just all emotional why are you gonna <laughs> um emotional intimacy and that is when you have a safe space like you can share your feelings you can share you know whether they're comfortable or uncomfortable you can um you know you can share both positive and negative um, one way that i would wrap that up is that emotional intimacy is the ability for you to be vulnerable and sensitive okay um, then there's intellectual intimacy. I'm not going to lie. I'm a big intellectual intimacy. You got to stimulate my we mind. Can tell. Oh, we, we, can okay. tell. we can tell. We can tell. We can tell. Oh, it's evident. Like, Yo, come over here. Don't worry about that part. You got to yeah, read, a, read like, a book to date her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, don't you come over here being like, yeah, rose the red and violets the blue. And I'm going to be like... I'm about to throw a book at you. Like uh, that, that rhyme. That rhyme. Uh, <laughs> I like that. I <laughs> did, didn't it? Uh, okay. Um, intellectual is like when you're comfortable sharing ideas, you engage in thought provoking conversations. You get to share your ideologies and, and perspectives, right? Whether you agree or not. And then everybody's favorite the sexual intimacy um you know that's when you get to you know <laughs> show your skills everything's bigger in texas but go ahead right. <laughs> well now, um so, so there's actually four different types of intimacy. And the way that I like to bring this home is that I remember one time I went to a um, marriage retreat. Yes, I was married at one time. I went to a marriage retreat and he talked about how women and men are different. Like for a man, for a woman, in order for us to become sexually aroused, you usually have to stimulate or make sure we're comfortable and make sure we're okay mentally and emotionally. Mm-hmm. And then the floodgates open up. You yep. know. Facts. <laughs> yep. And then we say, well, for a man, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then we say, well, for a man, it's more of uh, the physical first, but I don't you, know. You walking um, by, I think that's, it just, that's it? Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I, think, just walk by. I think it just, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that it depends on maturity level. Yeah, I think the more mature a man is, then him and the woman match. Um, but also, too, the way that I like to think about it is, okay, you think about um, somebody who you might have had a one-night stand with or it was just a booty call, right? It was pure sex. Like, 
it was like she was fine. My soldier was ready to march. I did that thing. I jumped out, right? Mm -hmm. But then you think about a woman who uh, you are friends with. You have the um, experiential intimacy. You have the emotional intimacy. You have the intellectual intimacy. Hands down, I have yet to hear anybody who does not say that that sex is so much better. Because you have that connection Oh, um, definitely. Emotionally, definitely. Mentally, oh. Right, you know? All that chemistry? So, oh. Woo. Yeah. Exactly. Woo. Earth shattering. Oh. Yeah. The one yeah. you still talk about when yeah. you're old and gray. Yeah. Especially you if you've been waiting for it. Oh, <laughs> yes. And so, and so it's that build up, right? <laughs> and so this is why I really want to engage the topic of intimacy because now this is intimacy in, in its entirety and to be honest um you can you can have sex with somebody and still not build intimacy so that like even though we wow. use them interchangeably they are actually two um two different things and also two um okay I like to say we live in a sex-craved society with an ego complex. Usually when you hear about sex, it's all about how it makes you feel physically, okay? But um, there are two sides to sex. Uh, you can either just have penetration or you can have healing sex. And what brings the healing to sex is the intimacy. That's when they go crazy. Mm -hmm. no, 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 no. When you heal no. them? No, 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 intimacy from i was gonna ask you i was like hold on where's this coming from you know what i mean no, 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 no. Go no, i actually didn't get that from the sex therapist course but this is what I, what i did take from it okay um oh crap my birdie flew away what was i saying oh oh oh, oh. uh this is what i did take because um a lot of times i will hear guys say that like oh man it was so good i may may go crazy may go crazy and what i will say <laughs> is that it has nothing to do with your penis especially because if you oh, no. we know that not, no. we know yeah, that if, if it's healing she's not gonna go crazy what that lets you know is you need to pull out because she already was emotionally unstable you need to be able to mate with someone who is emotionally stable. Good point. There is a difference. But when you want to feed your ego, it's nice to be able to sit What's with it? the boys or even women do it. They be like, girl, this is so good. Girl, no, that is you feeding your but, ego and that gets nowhere. But what it is that person needs to heal. I, I've never heard of an emotionally stable woman. So who where is she no. at? Oh. <laughs> well, let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this. It's not even about an emotionally stable woman. It because you also don't have emotionally stable, stable, uh, stable men. If oh, man for sure, definitely. Use, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And the thing is, is that one because of the way we're socialized into sex, we don't see it as a responsibility. We see it as something recreational. Hmm. Sex has not always been recreational. 
Well, you studied the origins of sex and how cultures really view sex and how they use sex. Like, everybody talk about the Kama Sutra, right? They're like, ooh, dang, he bending her like this. But if you really read into the Kama Sutra, it's talking about aligning chakras. It's talking about energy centers. It's like, oh, hey, if you have this uh, health problem, right, you can heal that through sex, right? Mm. So, So the thing is, is that, one... You really need to be mature before you have um before you have sex or mature. No, that's not what we're like preaching. That. That's not what no, we're preaching at all. No, no. no. Because, <laughs> because if you're not because if you're not mature enough emotionally, mentally, spiritually, you're gonna use it to try to fill a void that you that, that can't be filled with sex. You're gonna be using it to brag about how good you eat. Mm. you're going to be using it to be destructive and it's not supposed to be used to be destructive it's supposed to heal it's supposed to like sex is like let me tell you i, I think just, it's multi-layered I though it, I, I think mean, it's multi-layered i hear you it, and i think that's the right answer but it's multi-layered there's so much more it that is can very multi-layered that. i mean it is very multi-layered but i'm also a bigger picture person yeah we all we okay we have this journey right that help us go through the layers that's how you develop your maturity when it comes to sex that's how you develop what it is that um like your whole ideology around sex let me just say that okay but um but i do feel like uh, okay this is how i view sex sex is like the most powerful energy because it gives you the power to create I feel like when you engage in sex, this is you stepping into your God self. Mm. This is the divinity within you. Yeah. yeah, it's the divinity within you. <laughs> we, um, and let me say this. We we, we probably should have picked up on this at another because we need to go deep into this. I'm, yeah, I'm, we do, and I'm ready. I got books, man. Oh God. Okay. Yo, still trying so to st- still trying to okay. heal more than one person. But go ahead. Yeah, he tried to get there. <laughs> you know what? As usual, still trying to get there. I want to say, (laughs) I want to say yes. And another unpopular topic uh, that's also part of polygamy. Okay, a polyandry. So, so can I be? Can I do another podcast about that? Okay. Yes, yes, because because everybody was against me when I talked about it, and when I was giving my point. Who? Who? Who was against you? I thought y'all was y'all had talking points against me. Like I don't know what he talking about, but nah, we can go back. We just we need our just listen. Go back and and listen to. We just listen. We didn't go against you. Yeah, we didn't go against. But but I I I didn't want my wife trying to fight me, so I just listened. (laughs) Yeah, all day. Let me tell you. Even with that, it's it's um it's um it's levels to that. Um, It is. But okay, but okay, we gonna have another show. Oh, I'm definitely, we gonna have to. Yeah, yeah we, we definitely. Because I wanna, I would like to ask you about gigolos. Could could a gigolo be a, a sexual healer? I'm gonna say yes, but because so, you know so, what? So this. so 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 Stills' question is: become a gigolo, you can be a sexual healer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's oh, the answer yes. to the question, right? Yes. Look, 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 look. So you can do more than one, right? Uh, well, let me say so I get this. another job. <laughs> <laughs> One that you really enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, <laughs> I was expecting a pot to come in that picture real quick. Huh? Nah, nah, she working. She working. Keep going. Go ahead. But, uh, <laughs> let me say this. 
Um, when it comes to whether you use your um, sex for healing or, um, as I like to say, recreate trauma, it is all up to the person. That's why I say it's a responsibility. That's just like um, if we even talk about, because like I said, it is. that is the closest to you stepping within the divinity and the God within yourself being a co-creator. Yeah. Um, you know, why do we have so many um, unwanted pregnancies? Because we see sex as fun. We don't, sure. we don't really know the dynamic of it. But when you see it as a responsibility and you understand, okay, forget the condoms and stuff. I'm talking about for real, for real. Okay, but when you really, really, really see it for what it is. And also, too, sex is something that's supposed to be appreciated. I feel like if you always stay in a recreational mindset, do you really appreciate it? That's an energy yes. you just don't share with anybody. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I mean, I get what you're saying. You talking on a whole. Yeah. I, I understand. I that. am. I'm a bigger I, picture for Yeah, I, I get I'm, it. But yeah. you also have to see the small. That's why I said that's that's my thing. And we're gonna have to visit that. But, yeah, um, we will. Oh, yeah. But to wrap this up, um, intimacy and sex are actually two different, distinct concepts. But when you have a okay, balance of both. That. But when you have a balance of both. Um, that's where you you introduce healing and you have more of a respect for it. Um, and also too, I want to say for me as a woman, um, I'm very I'm very sensitive to that because I do understand that I'm a portal and I just can't have all these different men up in my temple. Okay, some of them just coming to wipe their feet off. Yeah, some of them coming because they like, dang, look at them, uh, look at the way them pillars built, man. Yeah. And yeah. some of them because, and some of them coming because they understand my value and my worth, and they're actually coming to heal and to build in more mm -hmm. the one way when we use that sexual energy. Okay. So, see, I want to ask you a question. Hey. A question on top of that, like, how do you tell the difference? How do you go about telling the difference yourself? But, dude, let me Ooh. tell you. Okay, so um, I'm gonna throw a word out there. I don't know if y'all heard it before. So, um, one, um, I kind of oh, throw two pole. words out there. <laughs> okay, my first, my first word is that I'm a sapiosexual. Whoa, that's um, okay. That sounds fun. I need. What's that? I need. <laughs> I'm, 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 it's a person um that basically um you can't like I can't get turned on unless you um intellectually stimulate me. Yeah, but let me tell oh, well, you, oh, well. there's a but there's a level to it, right? Because some men know how to talk a good game, right? And they're more talkers yes. than doers. So um the second word I'm gonna throw out there is that I am an empath, so I'm really good at um checking energies. Like I have yet to I have yet to um, prove myself wrong when I get a feeling about the in, the energy and the sexual energy of a man. So, um, but also too, okay. you know, that's not my biggest thing. I'm more about the other three um, types of intimacy because I'm like, hey, if we can build that, then the fourth one is about to be. <laughs> that's fire. Yeah, yeah. That's, 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 about to be that's, on. yeah, that's that's the least of yeah. all forms, if you ask me. Yeah. That's like, that's yeah. the bottom tier. That's. Oh, so that's what you meant by lower form. Okay, gotcha. No, no, no. Actually, all right. So <laughs> when you talk to me, if people know I'm I'm technical. So when I'm technical, right, when you actually look at the word intimacy and what it actually means, sex is actually defined as intimacy. 
So that actually is a definition of intimacy. So that's what I'm talking about. So when you talk okay. about intimacy and say that it's not sex, that's why I was like, oh, I disagree with that because it is. It is sex. Whether you but now at the same time when you said intimacy and sex are in two different realms, I agree with that because they are, but they aren't necessarily two different things while being separate. I don't, you know, I don't know if it might be a little harder to understand, but I know you get it. Yeah, like, don't get me wrong. You know, sometimes you have to be careful with being technical. Um, even when we use our words, right? And sometimes the way our words are defined, we have to be careful. Like, words help us label feelings, emotional experiences, right? But you have to be able to dwell deeper beyond the words to really truly understand the depths, the levels, and, and to understand something in its entirety. So when I hear intimacy is sex, no, it's not. Because that that's like all-inclusive. Oh, intimacy is sex. It's sex. That's it. No, nah, but that wasn't what I was saying. Gotcha. Well, no, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying, like, from my perspective. So, mm -hmm. like, because I did, I went and looked up the um, definition of intimacy, and it does. The first one was a state of being intimate. Um, the second one was suggesting informal warmth or privacy, and the third was engaging in, involving, or marked by sex or sexual relations. So, um, it's in the you. definition. Um, I believe this should be, yeah. So it doesn't explain. Right? It doesn't explain yeah. all of it. It has so much more to right. it. But that's why I said even on this basic. Well, thing. Right. Okay. Okay. And, and I get that, but I try to get away from being too technical because then you miss the bigger picture. So that's why I wanted to. Yeah, because also too, I feel like it's a lazy approach. If I look at one thing and say, oh, that's it. And I'm like, okay, fine. That's all I'm going to go off on. Mm -hmm. But then my experiences kind of prove that wrong along the way. It's like, oh, snap. I mean, I mean I'm going to say yes and no. But to me, I just, I really like the bigger picture because you, you don't like, I want. You don't like those two to be together. I get it. No, they can be together, but don't dismiss the rest of it because mm -hmm. you only want to associate it with one form or one type. That's what I'm, I don't want to be dismissive. Mm -hmm. There's other forms of intimacy. It's not only with sex. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> she's, she's spitting knowledge. She's spitting yeah. knowledge. Definitely. Knowledge. I, I need to read tonight. I, I, call her, I don't got call no book. Cancer. He looking up cancer the, knowledge. Look, he looking over the corner like, oh, we can I ain't got not one book. I got a video game over there. I'm tripping. I got to start reading, yo. <laughs> but I love it, though. I love it. I love it the way she's breaking stuff down. Yeah, um, because it's, and I agree. it's not just, we, I we agree. like that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, there's so yeah. many levels of intimacy. That is, it's you can write a whole book just on that alone, just all the different levels. So yeah. it's deep, mm -hmm. and, and she's speaking volumes. And right we now. should talk about love languages because I brought up a, a different perspective to love languages, Ooh. and so um, you guys should also to that episode. Okay. We oh, no, no. About, we, we could talk about like, it again because she about to tear it to a whole yeah. other level. But I'm just, but fact, I'm just We need to bring Peso on for that one. Yes. We, we need to bring yeah. Peso on we for that one. On. Yeah, definitely. We got, we got, of yeah. course you are, Nicole. Of course you are. Of course. You're <laughs> right? never on our side. Never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah. No. Yeah. This has been awesome. And like yeah. I say, um, I just give a lot of thanks and appreciation to y'all. Cause like I said before, um, us as women, we're always out there. We're always giving the feminine perspective. We're always, you know, the one out here talking and using our words and stuff. But, um, especially like I'm with three black men, like I'm loving this masculine energy right now. And so, um, and so I really appreciate y'all, you know, y'all using a platform to express yourselves and give us a mass, a more masculine perspective, you know, and, um, and everything like that. Like it, it, it just feels good. And then also too, to have black men, black men, black women coming together and having a conversation that mm-hmm. is productive. productive. That's the biggest thing. Cause that? every time you hear, Absolutely. you see us talking, we fighting and we cussing each other out or we trying to tear each other down, you know, Facts. and um, it's good yeah. to come in and you have like this agape love, you know, mm-hmm. you have this respect and Hey, all of our, op- uh, all of our perspectives and ideologies. Yes, they matter. And it's a matter of just coming together and just putting it together like a puzzle piece. Oh yeah. And I love it. Oh yeah. Yep. It's and, amazing. And, and as you know, everybody, yeah, everybody's not going to agree on everything, but we could always come to that common ground mm-hmm. and, and, under, and just understand each other. That's all it's yep. about is understanding yeah. each other. Speaks yep. values. Hey, uh, round of applause for cancer, man. Round oh, of applause. Yeah. Definitely. We appreciate you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. Tell your people. Tell your people watch you. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. We appreciate it. Matter of fact, let, let's let her take us out. What, what's your final thoughts to, to, to leave to the people? What's your today? final, just your synopsis of uh, today's episode and, and what's on your mind, period. Um, I want to say um, my biggest thing is don't take everything at face value. Uh, one, we got to de- delve deeper into intimacy. Two, um, be more made a really good point about how we do um, speak up and fight against black on black crime right it's just not televised but it doesn't mean it's not happening so I encourage people to I know we live busy lives and I know that we all have our own stuff going on but don't take everything at face value and don't be afraid to put yourself out there to want to know the truth because not everything that's given to you is truthful so do yourself a favor and um and make sure you connect to your higher power make sure you connect to yourself and and don't be afraid to um to really just dive deeper than what's on the surface Mm. and i think that just applies to all areas of life that's how you get fulfillment that's how you find truth that's how you find healing that's how you um you begin to really step into a place of empowerment Mm. awesome i like it Cause it's all yeah. I like it. It's all smoke and mirrors. You gotta go past all, all that. All, all smoke, smoke and mirrors. mirrors. <laughs> uncut, <laughs> uncut. <laughs> uncut. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, it's been real. It's been a blessing having Miss Cancer on, and uh, we'll catch y'all later. Yeah. All right, we out.